Hello, my darlings. This is Micah Riot. I'm recording from Southern California. house currently. It's 10.22 p.m. on Saturday, May 13th. The truth is, I had a hard time picking a topic for this week, and this is why this episode is late. As I arrived in LA, there was drama unfolding on TikTok, and I jumped right in. If you're not on TikTok, and you're not a tattoo artist or a tattoo enthusiast, if you're not somebody who is on tattoo talk, you probably don't know what happened. Maybe you should. I will give you a short synopsis. There is a tattoo artist in Canada. Let's just call her Lindsay, who took, among other people, took a course from a guy named Ross Abbott, who has been tattooing a really long time. But he's some dude, so I'm not really familiar with him or his work. I didn't know much about it, except that he's famous. His name rings a bell. So apparently he had this course, and he was teaching people essentially to scam clients. Her pricing scheme was as follows. She would charge you $180 for your initial consultation. During your initial consultation, once you paid the $180, she would tell you, uh, she has a three-tier fee for drawing, drawing fee. If you paid, I think it was $1,300, you would get one sketch and no changes. If you paid, I don't know, $3,000, it was like you'd get a sketch and you got to make one change or whatever, one set of changes to it. And then if you paid, I don't know, I think it was like 5000 you got to make as many changes as you wanted and you would get an art piece at the end. So you would be consulting with her and then she would present these options to you and say, which one do you choose? And at this point, you're understandably already deep in. You've paid $180 to talk to her. And here you are with these options. It's incredibly exploitative to charge thousands of dollars before even tattooing anybody. And none of this money goes towards the tattoo. It's just the drawing fee. So, you know, this is what happened. Um, this woman made a video on TikTok about her experience with this artist. We'll call her Corey so we can keep them all straight. She wanted the fox tattoo. She liked this person's work. She gave her a couple of concept sketches, uh, or I guess a couple of tattoos from other artists that she liked that showed the position of the fox, the sort of roundabout idea that she wanted. The artist presented her with a really crappy sketch after charging her, I guess, that like $1,300 fee for the drawing. And it was like literally a two minute tracing of an art piece from Etsy, which came out later because people started digging. So it turned out that she just traced an art piece from Etsy, which by the way, didn't look like anything like what Corey wanted and charges poor woman like $1,300. And 
this is actually a part of the scam is that she gives a scrappy drawing that has looks nothing like what the person wanted so that they will upgrade to the next level. At that point, she was like, what? You know, this is not what I asked for. This is not the concept. And then that scammy artist was like, well, if you want me to draw you another fox, then you're going to have to pay me another, whatever, $1,500. So the client, Corey, made a TikTok about it, told the whole story in detail. It blew up. People realized that she's not the only one. They started digging. It turns out that her tattoos, a lot of them are tracings from the internet. The other thing that happened was there was a young woman who went through this whole process with this person, with Lindsay, and at the end of it was like, I'm not paying you any more money. I've paid you thousands of dollars. This tattoo artist called the cops on her and told the Canadian tattoo community, the other tattoo artists that they knew in Canada, that this person skipped out on a day of pay with, with them and gave this young woman's ID out and everybody fucking posted it on the internet. I just saw one apology to this person recently. Yeah, really fucked. She's a sociopath. Like, it, to me, it's just inconceivable that scamming people like this out of thousands of dollars. And I'm giving you all of this information to give you the background for what this topic is. And the topic of this episode is what's important to me as your tattoo artist in our relationship. What is important to me as a tattoo artist in my relationships with my clients? And the first thing would be safety. It's important to me that you feel safe with me. And that includes physically, emotionally, mentally. Say physically, meaning that you know that I'm using equipment that is safe, needles that are new, in my case, I don't add a clave. Needles, some people do. Everything I use is one time only, except for the machine. Um, the inks, the way I pour them, doesn't. there's no cross-contamination. That's number one. I wear masks. You know, the, for me, the pandemic is still happening. I have people in my life that are immunocompromised. So I wear masks. And so I believe that's keeping us both safer keeps you safer. Emotionally, I want you to feel comfortable telling me if you're uncomfortable. I want you to feel good about letting me know what your boundaries are, where your limits are. I want you to feel safe revealing trauma to me at appropriate times if you need be, if you would like to, if it's going to help our process in the space. I want you to feel safe with me mentally. You can express thoughts to me. You can We can laugh together. You can make jokes. You can ask for different kind of music. You can ask for a break. I consider that mental safety. The next thing would be what's important to me is that I manage your expectations. So from the get-go, I want to let you know what my process is like, what you should expect. My process isn't like some tattoo artists out there, meaning I don't send art back and forth. I do a lot of my drawing on the skin, and I make sure that you know that before you sign up to work with me. 
I do charge a small consultation fee. I think it's $50 currently. And during that consultation, um, I allow you to ask me any questions and I really want you to be comfortable and have the expectations managed before you sign up for an appointment with me, which would mean that you then give a deposit to the appointment and your deposit will go towards your tattoo. It's also important to me that you know ballpark what you are signing up for financially. I do not, uh, I do not want tattooing to only be available to people who are wealthy, who have a lot of disposable income. If you need to budget for this, if you need to time it out, the last thing I want is somebody surprised with thousands of dollars worth of extra cost. If we end up expanding the piece, making it different, it will take longer. I will always communicate that with you and I will always let you know that it's going to cost more than we talked about. As part of managing expectations financially, I will tell you how much I think what you want will cost. And if I can't uh, estimate it because it's a much larger idea and we don't yet even know what the art will look like or what style we're working in, then I will let you know that. I will tell you how long things took that maybe are comparable in a portfolio. Another thing that's important to me is your privacy. As your tattoo artist, I do have to take a photo of your ID for my records. It's something that the state of California uh, wants us to do as part of keeping paperwork and paper trails of the clients that come through our shops. So I do have to take a picture of your ID, but it goes in a file. I don't look at it. Nobody else looks at it unless I absolutely have to show it to an agent um, to prove that my shop is up to code. Some people don't go by the name that is on their ID, and some people aren't the gender that is that the sex on their ID indicates. And I want to make sure that you know that I'm only taking it for those purposes. No one's going to look at it. No one is going to compare that against who you actually are in real life. And I'm not going to post it anywhere. It's not going anywhere, but in the drawer. I need to dip back into the realm of physical comfort. It's important to me that you're physically comfortable. That means adjusting sound around us like if you want music or don't want music it's up to you or if you'd rather have a podcast if you don't want bright lights in your eyes sometimes I can't really help that because I have to see what I'm doing but if you want to put on sunglasses like that's a way we can manage that if it's too hot we can turn on the air the AC and if it's too cold we can turn on the heater or drapian blankets that I have. And if you're thirsty, I have water, I have tea, I have fizzy water, I have, um, I don't usually keep a lot of snacks around, but if your blood sugar is dipping a little bit because it's an intense experience getting tattooed, I have lollipops. They're organic and they're delicious. And you're welcome to as many of them as you like. And if you need a break, of course we can take a break. Um, and if you really need a snack, like there's food around, we can get you that bathroom breaks, all that, like as many as you need to take, all good. So your physical comfort is really important to me as your tattoo artist. Oh, and of course, I also have pillows and bolsters, and I like to make sure that my client's body is in a position that is sustainable and for the most part, comfortable. I don't want you to like have a crook in your neck after our session. I do actually have a question on my beginner first-time client questionnaire that I ask, um, is there a special accommodation that you need or would like to have 
to make this experience more comfortable for you. And what I mean by that is these kinds of physical things. Or, you know, if you have a severe allergy, like to peanuts or something, being in the room, I would like to know that. And um, same for like scents. If you're allergic to scents, it would be good to know. And make sure I don't light any scented candles um, the day before you come in. It's important to me that there's trust both ways. I want you to trust me because you can feel that I'm a decent person and I'm going to give you the best hachi I can possibly give you and I'm going to take care of you the best I can possibly take care of you. And you've seen a lot of my work online and so you trust my abilities. And I also... And I also want to trust you. I want to trust you to know yourself enough. I want to trust that you're fully consenting to this experience. And honestly, when there's trust on both sides, and I can truly feel it, I do my best work. It's important to me not to take you too far in the way of pain. I don't do very long sessions because most clients would not really want to. Maybe they could, and... Some clients for sure couldn't even ask for, but for a lot of people, over two to three hours of tattoo work becomes kind of excruciating and I'm not going to push somebody to that place. Um, also for me, for my body, you know, it's it's hard on the body tattooing, bending over, concentrating on a small area detail. Of course, if I'm uncomfortable, I will not do my best work. So that's not a good situation for either one of us. Another small thing that's important to me and that's not necessarily like true for some clients, maybe true for others, um, I don't want to ruin your things. So if you're coming in and you're wearing a shirt that you really like, and I think we're going to get ink on it, I'm going to see if you would rather take it off and like put a blanket on top on your torso, wrap a blanket around yourself because um, people not don't always realize that clothing can get ruined with tattooing. True story, I was once tattooing a regular client of mine. She was wearing a pair of blue jeans, and as she was standing up, and I was wrapping up her back, a little cup, ink cup of pink tattoo ink caught um, in my in the t- paper towel that I was using, and the ink went all down her leg and on her sneakers. It was a lot of ink. It was all down her leg. It was. I was so, I was mortified. I was just like, Oh my fucking God, I'm so sorry. I started soaking her jeans in like green soap and alcohol and paper towels immediately trying to get as much ink as I could off of it. And she, she was so sweet. She was like, don't worry about it. It's all good. They're old jeans. I don't care. But I still felt terrible because this person dresses really nicely. She always looks really well put together. I knew that her clothing wasn't like old and whatever. I mean, I believe that maybe she didn't care but I just felt terrible. And I was like, please, I'm happy to cover the dry cleaning bill. I hope it comes out. Um, Of course, she never sent me any bills. She's the sweetest human and just um, so generous. And she did tell me that they came out of her jeans. I can report that we have now since then done another big, big piece on down her leg. And so I've seen her many more times since that happened. And, um, She didn't hold it against me. It was all fine. (laughs) These are the things that are important to me in my relationships with my clients. Transparency, honesty, um, communication, managing expectations, and of course, boundaries, which you can listen to 
um, an episode about uh, from two weeks ago. I did an episode on boundaries. It was a good one. I shall link it in the episode notes. Thanks for listening to this quite dramatic episode of Ink Medicine Podcast. I love you all. I appreciate you listening. Please tell a friend. Please rate and review me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast. I will talk to you very soon. Mm-hmm.